This is uh, paramedic review, unit 10, part four, L&D cases, and this is case number one. So, uh, you have a 24-year-old female at a dance club complaining of abdominal pain. Your first impression, she looks pale. She's uh, diaphoretic plus plus and is restless. Uh, on your primary, you notice she's tachypneic and she has a fast radial pulse. Uh, vital signs, heart rate 138, respiratory rate 132, BP 96 on 50, SpO2 100% uh, of room air. ECG, uh, C strip, we'll get to that I guess. Uh, temp 36.2 and pupils 5 by 5 and reactive briskly. So what, um, what else do you need to assess? Just uh, raise your hand and I'll... Paul? Uh, okay, but mm, what else do you need to get in terms of history? Um, so let's start with the history. So we'll, like get, we'll get a glucose for sure. Okay, she says, uh, she says no. What else? Yeah. When did it start? Okay. <coughs> Okay, so when did it start? What else? Give me the rest of the OPQRST. Like, uh, is anything any better or worse? Okay. Palliates, right? What else? Um, does it go anywhere else? Is it crazy? Yeah, what else? Can you give it a number? Okay, what else? And then was it like a rapid onset or has it been growing? Growing? Okay. <laughs> I think if someone asked me if my pain was growing, I'd be going, what? <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, increasing. What else? And can you like describe it for me? Okay. Uh, describe. Okay. We're missing uh, one thing still. Uh, okay. Go. Uh, I've had it before. Okay, fair enough. And what else? One really critical piece. What goes with R? Radiates and what else? R stands for radiate and where exactly? Yeah, region. Yeah. So where is it? Good. Okay. Um, what else is important besides OPQRST? Uh, what, goes, what goes with OPQRST? Um, well, sample, but what goes with OPQRST? What comes right after OPQRST? Sorry? Uh, no, there's uh, another sort of quasi-mnemonic comes right after OPQRST. ASPN, which stands for? Associated signs and symptoms and pertinent negatives. Right. Um, so, so what do you need to ask then? Nausea, vomiting. Um, sure, headache, dizziness, but it's not particularly relevant to this case. But 
Yeah, that's the key, right? So whenever you're dealing with abdominal pain, think all orifices, okay? Is there anything coming out of the mouth? Is there ever anything coming out of the anal sphincter? Is there anything coming out of the vagina? Is there anything coming out of the penis? Think orifices, right? Bowel movement's normal, <coughs> peeing normal, any vaginal discharge, nausea, vomiting, any blood in the vomit, any blood in the stool, normal stool, soft stool, watery stool, bloody stool, right? Think orifices, anytime you're dealing with abdominal pain. And yeah, sample and all that stuff important, right? Paul? Right, childbearing years, any chance you can be pregnant? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. So. So on exam, uh, no JVD, chest is clear, no medical history. She's on birth control. No known drug allergies. Um, so, and then the ASPN. Uh, so what's your differential diagnosis? So she's got um, sudden onset of severe lower ab abdominal pain. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so ectopic would be right at the top of your differential. That would be number one, right? Uh, number two, three, four. Lucas? Renal colic. Renal colic, sure. What else? Yeah. Could be. Unlikely in that age, but yeah. Could be appendicitis, yeah. Good. Um, so if you suspected appendicitis, what else would you be thinking about in terms of assessment? McBurney's point. Anything else in terms of overall sort of clinical presentation you might look for? Yep. Yep. Past surgeries for sure. Maybe rule out appendicitis. Um, anything else? Yeah. I'm just thinking just from her diagnosis, and obviously this is the case where you want to see the person, but depending on how the person looks or kind of their demeanor, like yeah. go with the toxidrome. Um, just yeah. There, I would throw it in there. Sure. In my head. Yeah. 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 Not unreasonable. She's in a nightclub. People do drugs, not unusual. But um, so definitely being your differential diagnosis, but at the top of the list would definitely be ectopic. So uh, in terms of procedures, uh, pretty straightforward, right? Um, with patients like this, there's not a whole lot we can do except uh, get a line because she's got the potential need for fluids. She's already borderline hypotensive. Now 96 systolic might be normal for her. I mean, there are people who sit with a blood pressure in their 90s. And, um, but given the fact that she's uh, tachycardic and hypotensive and diaphoretic, she's showing a fight or flight response, uh, right? She's definitely a candidate <coughs> for fluid. So I get a line into her and if she drops her pressure below, uh, below 90, then you give her 20 <coughs> cc per kilo bolus or patch for fluids if you think it's necessary. But, um, you got to watch for ectopics because they'll bleed, they'll exsanguinate. It's a frightening thing. I've had probably a dozen ectopics who, <coughs> who bled profusely and needed to go straight to the OR and get blood products. So, all right.